0: Hello and welcome to the Terror Express. My name is Jason Bradford. I am your conductor today, and today we have Teresa Tilly, aka Sarah York, from the original Evil Dead film. Hello, Teresa, welcome to the Terror.
1: Hello, hi. Hello.
0: So glad to have you as a as a passenger here for this ride. How how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I'm de- I'm not having the terrible weather that apparently you are.
0: I am is- yes.
1: Yeah, it's snowing. It's snowing in the mountains, and I don't live Knowning in the mountains. In the mi- <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it's icy but... in Detroit. Detroit had a really bad ice storm uh, last night, and we are still in the wake of that mess. Um, wow. Speaking of Detroit, so you're yes. a native. Correct. You were born in Detroit, raised in Detroit.
1: I am a native. I grew up in a little area around Belle Isle. I don't know if you're familiar with Bell Isle. I have heard
0: of I have heard of Belle Isle. I've never been there.
1: So uh that's what what we uh used to call the East Side. So the I grew side. up on the East Side, yeah. Um we'd ice skate on the on the canals near the river. I don't know you know about but- that, but There's an area that a lot of the canals come out from the Detroit River, and we used to live over there. So, um, yeah, east side, and then we moved to West Bloomfield in the late 60s. Nice.
0: What was your, your favorite thing about living in Detroit back in those years?
1: Oh, it was... We lived in a really great little neighborhood where we all went to the same school, and um, just, it was a tiny, like, village-like environment, and oh, just had nice. a lot of friends. Yeah, it was really, really fun, easy to get downtown. we just hop on the bus and go downtown. We'd get on Jefferson and go to downtown, and it was really <laughs> easy. When I, yeah.
0: Bessie talked a little bit about her interview on on DeQuinter, so that is something that I have a question for you uh, in a little bit, too, use your audition process. I would if that was in Detroit or not. Um actually you know what I'll ask you now. Uh, Betsy described her audition process as kinda 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 creepy from first impression. She met some strangers in a restaurant and they invited her to their basement to audition. Right. But obviously it ended up being a great move. But what was your audition process for Evil Dead? Uh
1: it wasn't as much fun as Betsy had in the restaurant <laughs> where they were blowing straws at each other. But <laughs> yes. um, We, we, I also was down in Sam Raimi's mother's basement and uh, (laughs) it was, it was unique. You know, I have to say Betsy and I, we had never, none of us had ever done a feature film before. I Mm -hmm. had done a lot of theater and puppet shows and I used to do a show at the state fair for kids and commercials, but I had never done a feature so I was, I just was so enthralled with the idea that I was going to be in a feature film. I didn't even think about it. Like, oh, well, no, it's in his mom's basement. <laughs> I just didn't <laughs> think about it. So now telling the story, it does sound like, what was I thinking? But, you know, well, back then.
0: This was back in the early 80s, correct? I know the, the, the movie was released early 80s. Was that also around the same time the audition came, or, or it was this years before the movie?
1: I think we auditioned in um, early '79,
0: and then we actually
1: drove to um, Tennessee in September of '79. So I love it. That was it, we shot it in '79.
0: Yeah, well, that's awesome. Uh, I'm going to go back a little bit further here because I I, I found out something that really intrigued me um, when I was doing a little bit of research here. Uh, so you're, you were a stand up comedian in Detroit. I was. <laughs> I, I absolutely love that. That was, that was fantastic to learn about. And you, you were involved with the second city in Chicago and stand up.
1: Yes, I did. Yeah. So just to give you some context, uh, when I came back from shooting the Evil Dead, I was emotionally tormented. And I decided I never wanted to be in another movie ever again because wow. my I had no control over my life or anything. And so I mean I had a lot of fun, but it it, it was yeah. psychologically uh, challenging, and of course you know all the physical stuff that we went through. But yeah. I decided because there were so many uh, stand up comedy places at the time, there there were more of them than there were McDonald's really. And, um, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to go down on open, open mic night and try out some funny stuff, what I thought was funny. And it turned out it wasn't that funny. The funniest part was that I introduced myself as someone else by mistake. I was so nervous <laughs> I, as, as like one of the male comedians. I called myself, I was so nervous, but eventually I worked on it. You know, I started going on a regular basis and, Some of the guys um, that were there were very helpful. I was actually dating one of the guys. He was a magician, Mark Mm -hmm. Hornhauser, and he helped me put together a a really strong 10 minutes, which included not only some big laughs, but there was a magic trick in it as well. So Mm -hmm. there you go. Yeah.
0: Nice. I would have loved to have seen that.
1: Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So
0: what was it? How how did it feel going from your your, and I'll, I'll use the word grueling. A lot of people relate even that to grueling. Um, how was it after your your grueling filming experience that so effective emotionally? Flipping it and then going to something as as comedy. I, I would I would I would picture it would be like going from ice cold water into something warm and comfortable, metaphorically. But what was that experience? Being able to flip that and switch it over to the opposite end of the spectrum.
1: Well, you don't really think about it that in those terms when you're doing it. It was just mm-hmm. opportunities that provided me um, something I love to do, which was, you know, perform, be on yeah. stage, um, go somewhere else in my own mind. So uh, it was fun. I mean, I, it was a whole different, a, a different kind of fear when you did stand up. I thought there was fear in, in making Evil Dead, but nothing like doing stand up comedy. <laughs> So uh, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of I'm a, I'm a masochist. I guess I don't know.
0: <laughs> I have to imagine how how satis- satisfying it must be after you do your set to get the get the response from the audience. It has to be a, a wonderful adrenaline rush.
1: Yeah, if if you're lucky enough to get to that point, and and I had some good shows. I mean, I otherwise I wouldn't have kept doing it. I I did it for about three years. I went to Second City. And I um, studied there, did some, they had a lot of improv classes. I'm sure you're aware of mm-hmm. what they do. And then I started doing stand-up in Chicago. I was mostly just doing opening acts for big names, bigger names than myself. And um, it was just a lot of fun traveling around, going to different little cities like in Ohio and um, Wisconsin. And it, it, it was a blast. Just very different you, than making a movie.
0: I can I can imagine I can imagine how exciting that must have been. Do you do you remember any of your material, or do you still perform anywhere?
1: No, I don't still perform, but I still have the magic trick that I use. Yeah. <laughs> I, who knows? Maybe I will do it again someday. I think about maybe doing like a YouTube thing because that's what, what everybody if? does now.
0: I I yeah. think that would be great. I think I, yeah, you have a YouTube channel.
1: No. I I, no. I haven't no. <laughs> I think well, about it, but I haven't done anything about if, it.
0: If you uh, if you decide to go ahead and take that plunge, let me know. I will definitely subscribe. I would love to watch. How well,
1: you know? How, I've been writing. Uh, <laughs> I've been writing. You've
0: been writing. That's great. Uh-huh. Um, that's another thing I'll talk. I want to ask you about too, since you brought it up. What are What are some your most memorable experiences with the second city?
1: Oh, you know, I was really there as a student and. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a famous, famous teacher that everybody who studied there used to talk about. His name was Del Close, and I worked with him a little bit. Um, but it was all, I was a student. I wasn't working as a performer. Um, you know, I, w- I wasn't part of the main stage or anything like that. I, w- I just, um, it was kind of funny because I would drive down on Friday from Detroit, and it's like a six hour drive. I don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. done that to,
0: to Chicago. I, I have. Late. I've driven to Chicago a couple of times. It is. It, 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 it seems like it's a very fast drive until you get in Chicago. Then, then you're. That's where all your traffic and, you're waiting yeah. and your waiting time is at.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I did that for like a summer, and because um, I, you know, I really wanted to learn improv and. um mm-hmm. And then I I would work back in in Michigan, uh, Detroit area, and then I'd go on the weekends. But eventually I I moved and stayed in Chicago, and I ended up doing a pilot there for um, a production company. And I was um, co-hosting a show similar to like a Saturday Night Live style, and um, my co-host was Steve Allen. I don't know why they selected him or, or me for that matter. But um, you know, they were it was a pilot. It it never went anywhere, but it was still kinda cool and exciting to be you know, to to get to that point and um you know, do a show like that. So Yeah. That
0: that was fun. It sounds exciting. A lot of um new opportunities to explore over there for sure. No, the um Let's get into the Evil Dead a little bit here. The Evil Dead Rise is is coming out. And I'm I'm sure mm-hmm. you've you've seen the trailer. It's everywhere. What what are your what are your thoughts on the Evil Dead Rise as far as the trailer goes? And how do you feel each time there's a new installment that's released?
1: Um well, it looks really scary. I'm not sure I'll be able to tolerate it because I am <laughs> kind of a big chicken when it comes to <laughs> scary movies. I even like like, let's say there's a drama on TV and that there's some character that's required to, I don't know, um, do something like stab somebody, or mm-hmm. I have to crawl under the blanket. I, I say to my <laughs> husband, Tell me when they're done. Tell me when they're done with that. I cannot, I cannot stand it because I can't stand the memory of. Of it visually in my brain, mm-hmm.
0: mm, so I yeah. just
1: I just don't watch it. I don't watch it. So, so is it
0: is it kind of like flashback for your from your experience filming the original that it triggers?
1: Well, you know when we made that movie, it wasn't really scary to make it. Right. It was it was gross because mm-hmm. we had to spit things out of our mouth and. You know, we're syrup on our bodies and contact lenses. It was, right. it was gross. It was hard, but it wasn't scary. So when when you know, I don't get that same fear element that maybe somebody who's watching it in a movie would. So yeah. like you know, it's just different.
0: Yeah. So, once, yeah. It's, once it's put in post, it definitely comes out as a whole different
1: ballgame. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: You you mentioned writing. You're you're writing something. What is it? What is it that you're uh, working on? Can you share a little bit of information about that?
1: Oh, I just basically write observations that I find interesting and humorous, and and try to take note of them. And hopefully someday I'll put it all together into something <laughs> interesting and funny. I don't know, but that that's. That's all. You know, I don't have like a novel or a movie or anything like that lined up yet.
0: <laughs> anything you might plan on with your observations, maybe something that you might plan on organizing and creating, maybe some kind of a um, a memoir or something like that, something that based off of your experiences? It probably
1: wouldn't be a, a memoir. It, if I did anything with it, it would probably just be like a, you know, a uh, short or some yeah. kind of a series, like a web series kind of thing. Oh, um, that would be.
0: See, you you need, you need a YouTube channel. You have all you I have do. all these things that you could do. You can, you can put yeah. some nice content out there and get a lot of a lot of subscribers yeah. on there. I would be the first of okay, to mine. Okay, I'm going
1: to call you and you're going to produce it. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I, a I big be procrastinator. Honored.
0: Yeah, and I I just want my listeners to know that this is I I have finally been uh <laughs> been requested to produce for for yeah. a horror icon Teresa Tilly also also known as AKA Sarah York, and I have to let you know right now when I entered when I interviewed Betsy she she told me that anytime I said your name I had to put an AKA Sarah York at the end, so just so you know that's that's her that's her that's her sense of humor that's her. Shining through, she said, "Yeah, you have to call her Teresa Tilly, A.K.A. Sarah York, every time you say your name." So, oh, I'm I'm, right. I'm throwing her under the bus with that one.
1: Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to talk to her very soon too, which which brings up a point. I don't know if uh, this is a good time to mention it, but I'm going to be seeing Betsy very soon.
0: Oh, wonderful, wonderful!
1: And Are you, um, can you give
0: some details? Is there something that the fans yeah. should
1: know? I think the fans might want to see her, too. Uh,
0: All right. Well, let me go ahead ahead and ask you. Let me segue into the question then here. What do you have coming up that you would like to share with these fans and myself as a fan?
1: Yes. Well, um, a few things. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll start with the most current and then we'll go, you know, longevity or not longevity, but further down the road, let's say. Um, so in March, at the end of March, we are going to be at a convention not too far from Detroit called Horror Ooh. Hound.
0: Horror yeah, Hound. I have heard of it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's, nice. it's a bit of a drive. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's a great show. If you've never been there, it is crazy. I mean, it's just so much fun. The people that run it, just um, they really know how to be very entertaining. There will be a lot of um, reunion-type, not fans, but um, say movies that a lot of the actors will be reuniting. And one of them is going to be Evil Dead. So Bruce is going to be there.
0: Bruce and awesome.
1: so, Yeah, and so will um Hal Delridge who plays Scotty. And Betsy nice. will be there and me. And I don't know if Alan's coming or not. I haven't really heard.
0: I'll definitely promote that okay. for you. That that is something that yes, the fans would love to know.
1: Yeah, and it's it's close to Michigan, so mm-hmm. people might want to get down there. And speaking of shows in Michigan Another show that we haven't we have been invited to, but I don't think they've officially officially announced it yet, is Motor
0: City Nightmares. Yes, that is twenty minutes from me. <laughs> there you
1: go. You don't have to I drive usual, to Cincinnati. I,
0: no, Motor City Nightmares is 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 my hometown. Where? Uh, when when is that this year? Do you know? I haven't even gotten yes, the information
1: yet. it's July twenty eighth.
0: Oh, so wonderful. That one I will definitely it's plan to see there. down the
1: road. Yeah. Is that
0: going to be another Evil Dead reunion, or is that going to be um, yes. Maybe, yes. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. maybe? Yeah. Awesome. I will make sure I get this that one on the It's already here, been
1: announced. If you look on their website, Bruce Campbell has been announced,
0: but oh, nice. I don't know okay. that
1: we have been announced yet. So if you don't mind maybe waiting until? Yeah, I don't for think, sure. I, I don't know if they care or not, really. It's yeah. it's just they want people to know so you know
0: yeah I'll make sure it's safe to to share that information and the minute it is I will make sure that okay. it's definitely shared yes for sure
1: okay cool yeah,
0: yeah. do you have any other uh, current events or projects that you're working on that you want to promote
1: um, there is a film that is in post production that I'm not really sure when they're going to be out with it but it's called Abigail and Abigail. it's Abigail and it's um. It's a noir film and and hmm. there's a there's things that I think horror f- fans might like in okay. it yeah Nice. so um it's it's like a fifties or forties noir and it's shot in black and white
0: and um
1: and I play Abigail so. <laughs>
0: You play. Oh, you're a title character. Nice. Okay. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: Well, I I will I will do some research on Abigail and see if there's any links for that as well, so we can start moving yeah. on that. It's, I you. have that's no exciting. idea when they're
1: gonna. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, speaking of of projects, which which has been your favorite so far? Not necessarily characters or, or movie roles, but as far as like your 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 careers and everything that you've been involved in, what's been your favorite hat to wear? I
1: I like getting involved in. Um, some of the production but I also do like just being an actress or, and of course I did a lot of voiceover for 20 years I did yeah. promos and commercials and so I liked them all for different reasons I liked doing the voice work because I could you know I didn't have to put on the makeup and I could just <laughs> go there and I I'd be done like in an hour and I could come home so there was definitely some aspects to that that um do remain at the top of my list but i do like leaving town and you know just going and getting into a character and and that's fun and and theater's fun too because every night it's a different show and
0: mm. you just never that know sounds what it's terrifying what,
1: it's terrifying it sounds but terrifying. it's a lot of fun. <laughs> i mean the same thing as stand-up you know it's and, and filming too is is terrifying too because even though you do you can do more takes and and things right. like that, there still is that element of like oh I want to I want to I nail this you know so yeah I would say they're all um, they're all wonderful and I feel so grateful that I can make a lifetime out of you know doing this yeah. crazy
0: playful stuff. Oh, have you ever had a supernatural experience? Do you believe in the supernatural?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, perfect. Um, yeah. No, I I just uh I don't know that I can uh, exactly list something, but I know just not not too long ago I was doing an interview with a director who was doing a movie about Gunnar Hansen. He mm-hmm. died recently. I don't know if you're yeah. familiar. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: the, and, of the chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he was doing um He's doing a documentary about him, and he interviewed myself and Betsy. We had a little bit of a relationship with Gunnar, and it was a funny day. Uh, he came over here, the director, Mike Calio, and I was so worried that there was all kinds of uh, noises that were going on in the neighborhood, like somebody was actually uh, taking a drill to cement, I mean, really loud noises, and there seemed to be a lot of airplane stuff going on. And and the wind was really blasting, which is unusual for this area. And so I was very concerned that we weren't going to get this recorded and filmed. But he came, and it went beautifully. And we talked about Gunner, and we had a wonderful moment sharing experiences with him. And then... As soon as we were done, the noise started, the wind started. it was crazy to me that's like a supernatural experience
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely it's and and a lot of people would say and i and I believe this too sounds smells um you know things like that to me are all all messages communicated through the supernatural uh, right. My grandmother and I used to share lilacs now you know people say if you smell lilac. That's your grandmother saying, you know, hello to you. So, and I smell lilac yeah. when there's no lilac around. So it's it's crazy. So, but yeah, I totally believe small signs are are big messages. Now we we move on to a little speed round here. This is toward the end of our interview. What is your biggest phobia?
1: I do not like to be um, underground. <laughs> mm. <Yes. laughs> like Like uh, you know, like the Hoover Dam, for example. When you go down yeah. below yeah i I really have a thing about um about going below ground like if, if you go to a tombs or catacombs yeah. I won't
0: know.
1: you won't see no
0: that. if your life were made into a horror movie, what would the name of your movie be?
1: Don't call before nine I don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you could have dinner with one person alive or dead that you've never met, who would it be and why?
1: I guess it would be Kate Blanchett, and I would like to understand her process for making this most recent movie called Tar.
0: Our closing question that I ask all of my guests is, what will be your legacy?
1: Learning to be a mother, even though I, mm-hmm. um, she's older now, but it's just been uh, a, a wonderful experience to yeah. learn to to have a family and how that all works and have have yeah. a a good life together so that
0: that's yeah. one of them too Thank you so much for coming on here i I really enjoyed talking to you and i I loved all the all the tidbits of information and all these things you have coming up are very exciting and I can't wait to get this shared for you so listeners check the description here on YouTube if you're listening on major streaming platforms such as iHeartRadio or whatever, head over to the Terror Express channel and, and check out that those links. Have a wonderful evening and thanks again.
1: Okay. You take care, James. Right.
0: You too. Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye. Bye.